once again. It is Beer 30 Live. How's everybody doing? How are you, man? Good. I'm good. How are you? I am actually really good. I've been told I'm behind, though. I'm a little late. You are. Today. Yeah. Thank you for not starting without me. We almost did. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was on my motorcycle. It's a beautiful day, so I couldn't quite call. It's a little difficult to do. Although I've done that before. My kids are calling. I hear it vibrating, so I stop at the stoplight and I open my helmet and I'm like yelling at it through the helmet. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm on my way. It's kind of stop calling. I know. It's kind of hilarious type of thing. Anyways, yeah. Shane's here as well, and we're yeah. still missing Pete. We are still missing yeah. Pete. My hands are still shaking from this. Not only are we not missing, uh, not only are we missing Pete, but Pete didn't put up last week's show. Exactly. Either. So, so Pete. There's a lot missing in action. Uh, I've heard that about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a personal thing. Hey, we are. We're all due for vacations every once in a while. We are. Let's well, not. Actually, Mary, you're fired. You are fired up about this. Today's conversation? No, about Pete about being about gone. Pete being yeah, gone. We got the little board. We got the lack of equipment. I know. It's, it's Hell, like we're this rate. didn't have a hey, battery in it. You know what? <laughs> yeah. We are second class citizens I, now. I, I I agree with Pete for not giving me that big board, though. I'm going to give him that. Is it too much power for well, you? Yeah. yeah. That, it would have been too intimidating. Don't give you the big chain I feel off. sorry. Give you the little boy yeah. one that plugs in. I feel sorry for Pete because... Hell hath no fury like a pregnant, <laughs> a pregnant woman, woman scorned <laughs> by a small mixer. You look more beautiful every That's week, true. Oh, stop. Yeah, Thank it's true. you. Thank it's true. you. You want to introduce our guest? Yes, today? yes. Today we have Jan Dabrowski with us, who is uh, the chair of the math and science department at Merrillhurst University. So I'm very excited. A colleague of mine has decided, willing to come on the show. <laughs> you sure you didn't want to change that, your name at all? Or? Yeah. <laughs> what what you show? A... You told me you were going to buy me a beer. What's this about? <laughs> we could give you a pseudo I name. I them here. Name, They're, name. Right, right. So, so okay. our topic today is going to be on global warming. Oh, okay. I was hoping it wasn't math because yeah. the square root of seven just wasn't my idea of fun. Right. No. So. No. Global warming. Global warming. So... That and who invented the internet, is that it's right? It's time. The internet? Yeah. <laughs> do we have any headlines? We do. I have a few. You have none. You <laughs> I, I have one. Okay. Well, you lead off then. Me? Yeah, because you're, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I do have one, and I, I didn't bring a copy, and I apologize for that. But I was very happy to read just the other day that the Oregon Senate has uh, passed a bill to, and, and they've got a process that they're going through, but essentially the result is... Uh, universal health care in Oregon where money that you would normally put into health care would, would go into a system, the Medicare Medicaid money would go in, it gets rolled up with the Oregon Health Plan and, and assuming it's some kind of tiered thing, but really taking a, a larger comprehensive approach to, to health care instead of the measured kind of right. stupid things we've been doing. And, and I'm really excited about that. And you know who's driving that is uh, John Kitsop. Yeah, uh, the, and, and, yeah. Okay. And so I'm one of the more progressive. Wasn't he a doctor? Yes. He's a doctor. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Former governor. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, probably our most progressive governor in, in a long time, and certainly not been nearly as progressive since he left. And so I'm, I actually feel really good about it. That's now, doesn't good. it go to how, the House next? Well, it does, and then it has to go back for. It's got to go to some kind of committee who's going to actually put together the, all the details, and it has to go back for another vote next year. But I, I'm just happy to see finally doing some something. kind of legislation going through, and and John's uh, having. He and I are not on a personal basis, right? But met him a couple okay. times, talked to him. He seems like a very genuine, uh, authentic guy, and he's working very hard for Oregonians. And so I, I feel really good about it. It's very important. Right. Yeah. Uh, compared to a lot of the crap we seem to be getting out of you know, the state and federal government these days. Right. So it's good. That's yeah. my headline. Well, and that's, I was reading something recently where they were talking about, well, there are, what, 40 or 50 million uninsured 
Americans. The real issue, that, which is a problem, definitely. But another big issue is how many are, who are undersured. So yeah. they're paying for insurance and then something happens yeah, and their insurance enough. doesn't cover it. And so, yeah. in fact, kind of didn't um, Michael Moore's movie Sicko just premiere? Yeah. That it. That is so, out. and that's supposed to be pretty good. I've heard I've it's heard. good, and Michael Moore actually is. Uh, it, it's come out on YouTube, and it's oh, downloadable it, uh, really? things. And he's come out in the news saying that he's okay with that. That if if people want to watch viral. it that way, yeah. it's it's fine. And I, I applied it. It's more about the message. Yeah, compared to the RIA and the record industry and stuff that right. you know, suing moms for downloading one Green Day song and hauling yeah. them off to jail. Mommy, mommy, don't go to jail for Green Day. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We, we, Good point. Yeah, but we we do need to do that healthcare show. We, we do. To, we I do. know. And we've talked it. about it and talked about it. So. Yeah. But today we've we got to find the right. global warming. Yes. Right. We're very good. Topic. It will be a good topic. Um, well, I thought it was interesting that Cheney's now t- uh, announced that he's not part of the executive branch, so <laughs> therefore he doesn't have to follow the rules. <laughs> Which uh, that guy's a piece of work. Which branch he? does he belong to? The Cheney branch. <laughs> I think. I it's, think uh, Jan said it best before the show. How'd that go, Jan? Uh, we never know. <laughs> oh, Jan's worried. Jan, <laughs> well, Jan. you just ruined it. You just spoiled my joke right there. Chain was setting you up. I was setting you up to knock it out. Uh, Chaney has jumped through a lot of legal hoops to, to try and remain above the law and, and executive oversight. I, I find that very fascinating. Yeah, so. yeah like he invoked, he invoked executive privilege about his secret energy meetings. Yeah. Now he's not part of the executive branch in order to keep something else secret. It's kind of yeah, not interesting how that logic works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. 18 months. I think somewhere I saw there's a countdown <laughs> that like you can put on your desktop. <laughs> yeah. No, a friend, of mine, a friend of mine has a, uh, it's a keychain. It shows yeah. days, yeah. hours, minutes, yeah. seconds. I'm telling you, countdown on your desktop till, till regime change. I think we're, like, we're probably around like 576 <laughs> days, I think. Yeah, it'd be wow. a year and a half. It's a long days. time, <laughs> <laughs> my opinion. I, uh, and I'm a pretty good conservative, and I must say I'm a little fatigued and disappointed <laughs> in our current administration. Well, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> That's a polite way of saying they've screwed it up. <laughs> Big time. Well, and another, another example of their continued hypocrisy, which is basically their, their legacy. I mean, that's what they will be known for. It's a good thing I'm here um, today. Otherwise, that, this would be a liberal, liberal love fest. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, Fair it's balance. a conservative hate fest. No. <laughs> well, wasn't, that, wasn't that the... Just did, kidding. Didn't, didn't uh, Jamie miss the show? <coughs> Jamie miss missed the show. I, I did. But she would have yeah. been. It would have been good to have him on good. there, really. Yeah. But no. That now they are lobbying against anti-terrorism legislation to make our chemical plants safer. The Bush administration is actually lobbying against that. Why? I mean, I'm just curious what the logic is. Well, I. Who knows? Unless they've gotten a lot of donations from chemical yeah. plants and they don't want to have to do what they'd have to yeah. do to be safer. I mean, I have no idea. But um, but one, it was it was a piece that was part of the Iraq spending bill. And right. so he, of course, went to Mitch McConnell and was like, get this pulled, because right. he, of course, wanted to sign the Iraq spending bill, right. Right. but didn't want to have money go. And I mean, apparently some report just came out about how we are actually... Oh, yeah. Sitting ducks Absolutely. in the area of our chemical plants and still our, our nuclear yeah. plants, and and they're unguarded and nuclear the, or nuclear. 
would I say it wrong? My husband's going to. Did you kill say it me. Republican or did you say it Democrat? <laughs> well, and nuclear power being one of the cleanest sources of power we have, I don't know why actually we're not expanding nuclear power plants, but that's another issue too. Well, but it has the. Yeah, I, I mean, mean a little it, waste, right? put it in Yucca Mountain or whatever, you know. What's 10 million years? But, I mean, beats cutting down trees and digging out coal. Well, uh, it's yeah, true, I mean, but I think you know, there's clean, I mean, there, we're starting to find cleaner ways better, to do it better, anyway, right? so. But we, personally, I would think that nuclear power plants are our most efficient and, and least dirty, other than you have to maintain this stuff for a long period of time, way of having But don't energy. they have the potential for, like, a meltdown, which can... It depends on which generation you're looking at. Yeah, Everybody remembers Chernobyl because it did really melt down, but that was that was a, a generation zero type of reactor. And the ones that France is building, in fact, France is the, the country that has the nuclear power technology, um, no longer the United States. And, and they've got systems in place that you know do address the safety issues. That's still the issue though about you know how fearful are we going to be of the radiation and yeah. how fearful will we be or cautious about the, the what do we do with the nuclear waste right because right. then you have yeah. communities like go haywire when they find out they yeah. want to bring the waste through on train right. through their communities yeah. and yeah, yeah. Now, that's, that's nasty stuff when it when it's like that but you know again it's that it's that phobia about radiation in the first place i mean if the most likely place you'll run into to radioactive waste is in a hospital dumpster because they are the largest users in the community of radioactive materials because of diagnostics and treatment. And it's there. It's in our community. If you live near any hospital in town, they're you using nuclear it. waste there. And so are, is that hospital following all the guidelines? Yeah. Is it doing yeah. it safely? Who I knows? I like this guy. See, he's okay. Interesting. That's where yeah. I was going to get beat up the whole time. I got some nuclear yeah. waste out in the car. Yeah. <laughs> a little reasoned, happy to share. reasoned and, and rational approach. Okay. Very good. Well, of course Unlike he is. most he's of the from, liberal arguments from. that tend to be very emotional. Academia. And and <laughs> that's very good. All right. Good. You got macadamia nuts? Oh, I do. I like oh, he's academia. Sorry, they said macadamia. So, and um, actually, so Jan will let him introduce a little bit about himself, and kind of you know where your background's been, and and uh, I know you're at OMSI for. It a all while. started out at a five thousand watt radio station in Fresno, California. Mine started out in the back seat. Oh, Jamie, please. <laughs> What's my mom and dad? You want to know? When we did, like, no. I just said to be actually, honest about. Actually, it. we didn't ask. We asked about Jan. <laughs> Not you. But did life did life start at that moment? Uh, but that's well, another that's, that's another show. That's, that's another show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, but like I said, chairs the both our math and science department, and actually, I'll treat your heart a little bit. Was awarded one of the faculty excellence awards this. Oh past year at graduation. Very good. Yeah. Got a huge round of applause. A lot a of the nice students surprise. were very excited about that. So. Yeah. Um, but tell us a little bit about your background and, and kind of wow. your area of study. Um, and okay, well, uh, first of all, the, the Merrillhurst University has an environmental science program, and that's my connection to, well, why did we invite this guy? Uh, my professional background is astronomy and physics. I've worked at OMSI for a number of years as their science director developing a lot of the exhibits, worked for private companies where exhibits developed, been a planetarium director, um, consultant. So I've done a lot of stuff with science mainly because it's fun. Science, science is a way to play. I, I, think, I think we're all scientists when we're nine, ten years old, and this way I get to be nine and ten forever. All the time. <laughs> and where he said he's done some exhibits, your exhibits have 
some have been all over the world. Yeah, yeah, the projects I've been involved with, with the teams I've worked with, um, in, in such foreign foreign lands as uh, Israel, uh, Saudi Arabia, New Jersey. Jersey. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm from Jersey. I'm, fr I'm a guy from Jersey, and it's a foreign land. Uh, I do have to say, though, the Oregon Museum of Science is is very cool, Omsi, and, yes. and the displays they do are just yeah. phenomenal. And I've always been very impressed. Phil and so. I are excited to go to the very Body cool. Worlds. Have oh, you yeah. been there yet? Haven't, I haven't the seen it, the whole it's thing, but I've seen pieces of it. Have you so heard speak. about it? The, I've just exhibit? seen bits and pieces oh, of the bodies. <laughs> So okay, so global warming. Let's so, talk about global warming. So why don't maybe we ought to just start off with you? You know, kind of general. Just you know, what is global warming? Um, what's kind of happening when when people say global warming? Okay, I don't well, know if that's a good place to start. Sure, so just just some basics. Just some basics. Um, you know, the Earth gets warmed by sunlight. The heat from the sun is moved around by the atmosphere, is moved around by the oceans. And so some places get more, some places get less, depending upon what's happening with the climate and, or what's happening with the wind flow or ocean currents. But what happens with global warming is the Earth um, is warming up over time. And this is something that uh, people were starting to look at over 40 years ago. And we've done a lot of research since, and it's looking more and more as if the Earth is warming up um, over some baseline average. And the cause of that happens to be the air that's surrounding us in our atmosphere, because the gases that are in our atmosphere block the heat that want to leave the Earth, want to go back out into space after the now, sun hold, warms hold, us up. Hold on. So this is where I'm, I'm kind of confused. So I think, and certainly I'm not a scientist, but... but there seems to be evidence that the Earth is, is warming up, right? Yeah. And, but do we actually know why? I mean, the Earth has warmed and cooled for, for eons. I mean, we, we came out of an ice age, think about Iceland or Greenland. Greenland, it was named Greenland because it was green. It's not particularly green now, but I mean, so we've, we've, there's always been this cycle of warming and cooling and et cetera. So what causes that? Well, the on the bigger, scales when you have major climate change like what happens with an ice age. Um, there, there are a lot of ideas about that. I don't think anybody's got it, got it really nailed down yet. Uh, there's, there's been scenarios where because of the passage of the Earth through, the, through our galaxy, we pass through dust clouds periodically, and that may alter the amount of sunlight that we get. There's others that, that show that the orbit of the Earth is uh, uh, changes on a periodic basis. And so we will spend uh, a few hundred thousand years, maybe a, a couple hundred thousand miles farther away from the sun than we normally are, and that could cause an ice well, the age. Well, sun output's probably not consistent either. Well, we've we've been measuring. You know, that's 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 a hard one to measure from the surface of the Earth because you do have the atmosphere in the way, and and so we've been measuring the solar constant, the out, uh, the output of the sun for about maybe forty or fifty years from space. So once you get it out of the atmosphere, you get a much better measurement, and there really isn't any. You know, nothing that says, hey, it's, you know, the sun is 5% hotter now, right. or the sun is even a tenth of a percent hotter now. Right. So we haven't really seen that kind of, of major change. And even with, you know, the, there was the, uh, about 20 years ago, there was an idea that came out, well, what about sunspots? Sunspots are, are variable, maybe that causes the uh, Earth's climate to change as well. And I think more study has to be done on that. But the simple well, the simple reason, if you have sunspots, you have less sunlight, doesn't pan out because it turns out 
while the sunlight might be blocked, you get more infrared coming out of the sun at the same time, so it balances out that the same amount of energy is hitting the Earth. Um, so we really don't have any, nothing to blame any um, short-term global warming on. And there was an article that, just, the greenhouse that just came out on June 20th from, uh, uh, from some scientists saying that uh, looking, studying mud at uh, various levels, so going back and looking at mud and, and measuring, and I'd have to sit down and go through it piece by piece, but this particular scientific group comes out and says that the solar output what drives climate change more than anything else. And that they're, what they're really saying is now maybe rather than global warming, what we really ought to be worried about is global cooling. Yeah. So, so get that cord of wood you've been putting off by and for oh, the Oh, is there any garden. truth to that? Well, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen that study, so I'd, so I'd like to, you know, again, that's one of those, there's a lot of stuff being done now that wasn't done because people didn't know what questions to ask. People didn't know which directions to uh, of inquiry to follow. And, and I think that's one of the cool things about this topic being as out and open as it is. It's helped, it's encouraged funding for research that might not have been funded. I mean, who's going to fund a research on mud? Yeah, exactly. You know? But if yeah. you can say, hey, well, this could help us understand what's going on, you might you might learn more. Right. And you can never tell what, what information is right. going to be helpful or not. Right. You know, that's one really of the bad things about knowledge. You never know when you're going to use it. True. I mean, isn't it really probably better for us more to be talking about climate change? Because global warming doesn't necessarily mean everything gets warmer. It means certain areas can also get colder while the well, way I've kind of understood it. How was expl- Here's how it was explained yeah, good, to me. Good. Okay, It's kind of like whiskey. Mm, right? So when a, when a person drinks whiskey, right, it, <laughs> it amplifies the personality that was already there. So when the guy's a jerk, he drinks whiskey, he becomes more of a jerk. Okay, okay right? Except and to himself. Except well, to so himself. There is that. True, yeah, he's, true. He's more cool. Um, so, you know, amplifies. So, so the way it was explained to me is that what happens is cold places get colder, hot places get hotter, wet places get wetter, and dry places end up getting drier as the whole uh, climate changes and the cycles change. Um, yeah, that, that, that's definitely something that can happen when you have a... Uh, climate change like El Nino, which is every two to seven years or so. Um, and, and what happens with an El Nino, you have a shift of weather patterns. So now you don't have the moist air going over a particular region, so it's going to get drier. Or you do have much more, and so now you're going to have more rainfall or perhaps ice or snow occurring because it's happening in a winter season when you wouldn't expect it to happen that much. But with global warming, it's this general rise of, of temperature in the earth, and the prediction is, is that the earth will be warmer and then you are going to have the places that were colder being being warmer than they are now which is happening in the arctic right now is that the arctic is warming at a faster rate than the rest of the planet but here's my here's my overall beef with the whole global warming debate it's become so political mm-hmm. that it's it's cool to stand up and say I'm trying to save the earth and I'm I'm riding my yeah. bicycle and all that kind of stuff and I worry then that we're making political decisions and, and tax decisions based upon all due respect to Al Gore, who's a very smart guy, and I, I tease, but really, the debate is not settled. There are thousands of, of scientists who are studying this and saying, well, we don't know that it's necessarily man-made, and we don't, we don't know. And there's a lot of things going on that, that it's all kind of up in the air. And so then to drive political decisions based upon something that seems so not 
so subtle bothers me because mm-hmm. then I start hiding my money because my taxes <laughs> are going up. And I mean, I understand a little bit, but I also think that, at least from everything I've read, that what they'll say is at least 90 to 95% of the scientific community agrees on global warming and agrees that something's happening at an accelerated rate. And if we don't do something about it, there it will be ramifications. Can, but it doesn't mean we can do anything about it. We don't know. Sure that we, we can. can. We can start to reduce the amount of greenhouse gases we put in the air. But we don't know that that causes the, the problem. But why would it hurt not to? Right. I'm not what's, saying. I'm not saying it would. What's hurt the too. risk? Either way, okay. The risk of not doing anything well, is huge. Risk. Yeah, it, it, you it, have, it, it's you have an risk. economical risk that other countries Absolutely. are going to have to burden as well as ourselves, and and that is. Now, I, I agree with James on that, that. That unless we're really sure about what's going on, then do we want to spend the money to? clean things up. But I think we are really sure about what's going on. Because well, when I was in college 40 years ago, global warming was already in the lectures. We were already learning about it. People were suspecting this was happening. And why? Now, we've had literally $50 billion or more of research being done in space by thousands upon thousands of scientists in 40 years. And at this point, as Mary said, the consensus among scientific research, and that's not necessarily consensus among scientists, because you can still have scientists saying, hey, I'm not so sure, but the data, the research, which hasn't been countermanded yet, indicates that the globe, the Earth is warming up, and it's, and it's most likely due to the carbon dioxide. No, 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 hold on, hold on. That, that's, no. So I'm looking at a report here. It talks about the intergovernmental Where from? panel. So the intergovernmental, intergovernmental, intergovernmental pan, panel on climate change, excuse me, said that the global average surface temperature has increased about 0.6 degrees Celsius over the 20th century. And, and so we would argue, oh, it's because of us. And actually what, what that panel said was it's likely that we have increased the warming. It doesn't say that we caused the warming. Right. We may have oh, affected right. oh, sure. at, at, at a certain degree. Yeah. So again, we're not the cause of warming. We maybe we have had an impact, mm-hmm. and the question is how much of an impact. Right. And we don't really know. And, and again, I don't, I don't know. If things are necessarily settled. I mean, there. Are, I've got a report here. This one's kind of old though. So, the Heidelberg report, Heidelberg appeal report. You have 4,000 scientists, 72 Nobel Prize winners saying, wait a second, we're not 100% sure that we're causing all this. Now, 4,000 scientists and 72 Nobel Prize winners, that's a lot of people. But out of how many scientists are there? So we're going to dismiss all them and say they're dull? Well, but there's also, we've also been... You have to ask what their pedigree is, though. Are they in that field? We don't know. I understand. Just like Al Gore with all due defense is not a scientist. Right. And there's been scientists found who have been saying these things, and guess who's giving them money? Exxon Mobil. They've been busted. Yeah, I, so they're getting paid to say what I'm not saying all those people are on the land. To say. All, all, all I'm saying is I, I worry that we are politicizing yeah. a scientific issue without a, a full understanding. I mean, when a report comes out on Wednesday by a bunch of scientists saying, hey, we think the, the work's really going to cool based upon all this data we're looking at, that's not what Al Gore told me. And so I'm I don't. It, it comes down okay, to financial. Okay. And what's the what's the ramifications of the whole Earth cooling? Well, we all get parkas. There could definitely be ramifications. We'll but, but I've heard this is what I've heard. Yeah, stock yeah. Goes up. yeah it's it's buy it now. Buy an REI stock. <laughs> now, what I what I heard was that while the the whole Earth as a whole has warmed one degree Fahrenheit in the last fifty years, but the Arctic has increased five degrees Fahrenheit in the last fifty yeah. years. So basically, the Arctic is melting. 
but we don't know that that, again, even even the governmental report does not say we caused that. It says we have contributed, but we did not cause it. But if it. you know how to slow that down, because we don't you know, know how to slow yes, it down. Yes, you do. That's what's, basically, that's the whole idea of the greenhouse effect. <laughs> I got. I got. Yeah. I think. And, and I think Jan needs to weigh in. I mean, here's well, the expert, right? <laughs> no, I'm not the expert. Though, well, first more to admit so that. than not sitting but, there pontificating <laughs> about how much of an expert we but are. I, but I got a June 14th report. <laughs> there you, okay, <laughs> you were six days behind me. So, I know. I know. You know. Um, it, yeah, this is the. This is the IPCC, the Intergovernment Panel on Climate Change, and and it's saying that 250,000, excuse me, 2,500 scientists who are working in the field representing 130 countries, concluded that humans have caused all or most of the current planetary warming. So so it shouldn't be a battle of who's reading what from what paper, is we should say, what is, what body of knowledge will we accept as being the one we should listen to? Now the IPCC, I think, is a heavyweight. I think the National Academy of Sciences is a heavyweight. And if the Soviet Academy, or the Russian Academy of Sciences comes out and says, hey, it's not happening, it's totally opposite this, and I think we should listen to them because they're no they're no slouches either. But so far, the big guns are saying, yeah, we've done this research 40, 50 years now, even more, and it's it's happening. Now, I think you've got a very important point, though, Jamie, about, you know, are, did we cause it all? Probably not, and I don't think anybody has said that we do, but we've caused some of it. And if the climate is warming, then there is going to be, especially if it's warming at the rate that, that we're being told it is, then there is going to be major economic problems, especially for seacoasts and everybody else who happens to live near an ocean. Of course, that's, but that's happened for thousands of years. Yeah, but what are we going to... That's not But now different. we can do something about it. Now we can plan. You see, do we, do we want to Do you want to wait to the last right. minute no. to do something, or do you want to right. spread it out over a thousand years? And I'm and totally things. good for that. What yeah. I'm not good for is... Yeah. Oh my God! Let's tax everybody to death. Let's make mm-hmm. sure that that we... nobody's talking about taxing people to death. We're talking about investing in other forms of energy, such as wind and solar and wave energy. We're talking about other forms of fuel, like biodiesel. These types of things that, first of all, increase jobs. And those they are invest good in the invest in infrastructure, and they get us our ass out of the Middle East, the... which is another great yeah. plus. But those are good things to do. Right. I, I but, my, my only argument is, is But a, you're just listening about being taxed, and that's no, no, not no. what anybody's really saying. <laughs> so global warming it, it was all... caused by Iraq, is what you're saying. It's a rat. It actually does. It does uh, there's the justification. It does come you get down a piece to of paper. A, this is it? <laughs> it does come down to a financial issue, and and of course, America takes usually a a, a large burden for that kind of stuff. And so, you, I, I'm not saying advances in. Uh, technology aren't good. I'm not saying that we shouldn't ride our bicycles more. I'm not saying that we probably have contributed in some way. It's it, We really don't know. And, and so if planning is good, I'm not saying planning is not good. We probably had to do that. The hyperbole just kills me. Yeah. It just kills me. It, it, well, but I don't think I roll it's my eyes after it everywhere. I think it depends on the sources that you're listening it's to. It's all over the place. So The hyperbole is everywhere. I mean, it's all over the news. It's all over. But corporate media is going to once once your reaction because it's corporate media who sits and has members of the Exxon Mobil organization on their boards. I mean, it's all very incestuous, it's, it's, and so they don't want the truth to really get out. So they hype it up and they do it this way so that we either get apathetic and say there's no point in caring. Or we sit and say, "See, this is all a bunch of gunk," because it's you're not getting the straight 
talk. That's my point from the well, news. I, I, really. I, I was told by the news that Al Gore invented the internet, and I'm sticking to that. I'm sure that's what he said. And But here's the point. He didn't say that. <laughs> he did not say that. And, and, but he's been labeled with that unfairly by the media. responsible for the funding. Right. Congratulations. I mean, good for him. So he's so, But he's been labeled with that really unfairly right. by the media. And you, who continues no, to repeat I, it. No, I, I don't really believe it. He's <laughs> just retracted, Jack. He, he explained uh, the whole yeah. story here. So, so, so and it's but, that same media that's hyping up this whole global war. I mean, I, you know, I have kids coming home going, you know, oh my God, you know, the Earth's gonna die in 20 years and we're going to hell. It's like, come on, you know, let my kids just study math and science. Well, I don't Quit think that's what they're crap. they're teaching. That may be the 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 child taking that information and, and do so. I, I highly doubt the teacher saying we're going to be going to hell. Well, you know, they told me I was. <laughs> and the, well, but I, think, I think here's something, you know, we talked a little bit about the seacoast and where that, you know, those people sit at a risk. But here in, in the Northwest, this is two ways that I understand that we have issue is one that they have shown a relationship in the increasing forest fires. And we know what damage that does, but hold on. particularly when people... Part of our forest fire problem is we have horrible forest, forest management techniques. And also, well, but, there's a debate that says, just let the forest burn. That's what it did for thousands of years before we got here. Well, that's great, except when your house is on the perimeter of it. Well, then like don't build California. it there. Well, but that's, you know... Um, you but another, like big one, another big one, I'd say, for out. us is water supply. That is and it talks problem. about, you know, change between, you know, snow and rain. 75% of our water supply comes from snowpack. We need that to store water for us. Um, and so if we stop getting snowpack, and then the other interesting thing was 75% of the nation's fruit is produced here. And there are already reports of farmers up in, in Yakima County in Washington and out um, in Hood River who are struggling with the, the less rain and, and water and losing fruit. I mean, it's having, it has. What happened to the Incas? Why'd they die out? Apocalypto. No, a lot of people think it was climate change. <laughs> I'm sorry. And maybe because they were driving around big hummers I mean, and caused some kind of global problem. That I mean, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying this has gone on for thousands of years, and it's going to go on for thousands of years. But that doesn't mean we can't, we can't adjust as people in the day. And we probably will, but will we really make a difference? Actually, I'm skeptical that we really will. I think I think the big thing is, is if we recognize we have a hand in any of this, that we can slow the process down, give time. But, but you know, it, to me, it's like, why even bother slowing the process down if we're not going to start the planning right. for what we will do right. rationally over the next hundred years? I agree. You know, why, why the heck not? Let's all go to hell in a handbasket right now. Yeah. Have the big party. And and I think that's part of what's going on here because I think the, the hyperbole that you hear is... Maybe it's a mirror of the excitement, which is not good excitement, from the people who, who see what's happening. See it as a 100-year issue, but know that it has to get started now. And, and I thought of something this morning, and, and this is more about people, more about people and how we think about things. First week in November, you're going to have people telling you, isn't it terrible? They're doing the Christmas ads already. It's, it's earlier than ever before, right. okay? But yet nobody gets upset about... The snow melt is happening three weeks earlier now than it did 20 years ago. The butterflies are coming out five weeks earlier than they did 20 years ago. This is our planet. What does that mean? Right. Nobody cares. They care. They're going to complain about right. Christmas ads. And so there's a, there's a misguidance of of or maybe a misplacement of of where concern is. And you know people are going to be more concerned about hearing those stupid Christmas ads than the things that may actually be signals that something is going but, on. Right. But I mean that's. 
you can say that that's because nobody knows what to do or why it's important. That's or, exactly you know, it. That's exactly it. Or it's so daunting it's and powerless. confusing, or, yeah. so you just get apathetic. Yeah. Right. To it. It's too I mean, big. It's too big for me to think about. Or, or these things, you know, to make these changes in your life cost money. And, you know, I'm all for educating people, creating awareness. I mean, it's like it's like anything. You don't want people to drink and drive. You you create awareness. You. you I, I, I'm all for that. It, it, it's when they start saying, well, why don't we start reaching in your pockets some more? And we have a huge financial problem in the United States. I, I know I always drive it back to that stuff. But there was a uh, an article that I saw today that, you know, our, our deficit last year was like you know, $230 billion or something. But if you really take all the money that we owed Social Security and stuff, it's like $1 trillion. So, right. I mean, our, our deficit is huge. Well, it's because our war isn't even in our budget either. Yeah, and so that's, that's all deficit thing. spending. And, and they, and, and so they obfuscate everything, and so you don't really know how much it is. And so it, and so I worry that it's like, oh, well, let's But yet, let's so we get fed up because, but, you know, let's maybe we ought to be screaming more about the war. Maybe we ought to be screaming about our taxes I, going to subsidies for oil companies who are making insane profits, but they're still getting subsidies. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, so I instead, agree. let's take our tax money and let's invest more in wind Power I agree. And solar power. I agree. And another, I think, big one that has to do with uh, a byproduct, if you will, of global warming, which speaks to me, being a person with allergies, is when I read about the increase in pollen as the greenhouse. And we need carbon dioxide. Nobody. So hold on. When you started reading about the increase in pollen, that's when your allergies got worse, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> it has been a miserable Oh, my God. And I just read about it. Oh, I'm sneezing. God. My eyes are burning. Okay. I'm not a hypochondriac. Thank you very much. And I've had heard more people talk about how awful it's been. People who've never even had allergies, yeah. and they have just felt awful all spring. And that's a big piece because if, if the, as the carbon dioxide increases, that's good, right? Because right. it grows plants, but it also grows all the, the weeds and the stuff. And right. how many people die of asthma each year? It's a large... Seven. Number? No, it's not. It's <laughs> well, look at all the ads for asthma medications. That I mean, are it does. I mean, I I don't remember exactly, but I remember one time hearing it, thinking, "My God, that many right. people die each year from asthma." I mean, that's amazing. I, I think with the so it has public health ramifications. I, I don't too. disagree. I, I think I think the difference between you and I, and, and maybe I, I go back to. Um, if you ever read the book, I actually haven't read it, just synopsis of it, The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. It's like one of the original books on, on, on economics. And Adam Smith's theory of economics, which continues to hold out, is that there's an invisible hand that, that drives us. And that invisible hand makes decisions for society, and we will, we will move, and, and, and we'll move into markets. And so if, if, if everybody decides they want wheat, then we'll start growing more wheat, and so therefore we'll start satisfying demand. And then as more people grow wheat, then of course the cost of wheat goes down, and blah, blah, blah. So, Adam Smith's idea is that we will move and we will adapt and we will change and 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 we will invent things to to take care of our culture and our society and 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 that's what's going to happen. We are going to adapt. We are going to change. We are going to to modify how we do things. I I just hate the hyperbole that and I worry that we start then dictating to people what they ought to do and I, I think it's, it seems a little in seems a little excess to me. Well, I mean, there's nobody trying to make a law for you to get rid of your big gas guzzling truck and drive a hybrid like me. <laughs> like a concerned, aware citizen. Hey, I ride a motorcycle. But I mean, there's who's shoving yeah. things down your throat? 80 miles I mean, to there, the gallon? That there, isn't happening. It's Harley? It's, it's, it is more yeah. about education. I, they're not yet, and, and I, but I mean, my worry is, I'm saying is my where are you getting well. that? I, I mean, I, you know, because I don't feel like it's being shoved down my throat. Sure, it's not, but it'll, it'll be in ways that necessarily you can't see. But I also agree, though, that we could spend less money on other things and more money on education and, and technology. 
because uh, I think it really comes down to solving it with technology uh, more than anything else. And Two how minutes. much of our health care crisis is due to oh, some of the yeah. public health ramifications that are coming from allergies and asthma? I mean, well, it, it's, all, it's all part of one big we, system. And if we turn off Spanish TV, more people learn English. You guys see that from Schwarzenegger this week? No. There was a there was a huge oh, debate no. because he was he gave a speech said if when you come into the country you ought to you ought to turn off the Spanish channel and watch English channel or English and everybody's like oh my God you can't make us do that I mean it seemed kind of common sense to me. What but, about all the English people that watch geez. the Spanish channel to learn Spanish? Yeah. Well, good for you. Well, I mean, but if you want to be in America and you want to integrate, turn off the Spanish channel. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're about out of time. English is not the national language of the United States, Jamie. We all know English is actually the international language of business. And business is what drives this world. And if you want to conduct business in the world, you have to speak English. Okay. On that note. (laughs) On that note. You know what really sucks? I know we're almost out of time. Uh, uh, We needed more time for this. It's been fun, folks. I'd be yeah, happy to be, come back. You're, uh, you're a nice bunch of people to hang with. Come back yeah. in 20 years when the world is right. going to end yeah, and yeah. we're going no, to hell. Actually, <laughs> knowing that you know Mary, I expect you to be more radical and left fringe. And I, you're actually pretty rational and intelligent and, and nice. So thank you. You can come back anytime. Thanks for being here, Jan. We appreciate it. You're welcome. See how he spews. <laughs> It's my job. Fair and balanced, honey. Right. Fair and balanced. Right. So instead of the facts, you just attack people. Just no, like I didn't attack sure, you. I didn't feel attacked. No, you didn't feel attacked. <laughs> well, that was in a it was subtle way. In a subtle way. So, uh, another so. way. <laughs> you're looking That's not getting you off the hook. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jamie, James, where can we be reached? <laughs> and we got to get our website right. You and I we blew, we blew we it did, last show. We did, because it's beer30live.com. Exactly. Yeah. How can we be www.beer30live.com. Www. Beer30live.com. Or you, you can, can reach us at the show, the show at beer30live.com. Or by at Jamie at the Yeah, Jamie or, or Mary. Or, or, Mary. Right. or P. And we got our comment board up, and more and more people are making comments on the show, so it'll Very be interesting good. to Yes, and, and we've say. been actually known to write back to people now and again and, and continue to pontificate and educate. When Jamie checks the <laughs> I check my email all the time. Okay, now. good. Yeah, because I got good. it all down. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we hate to leave you, but with that, we're out. We're out.